0: Well good morning and welcome to our service of uh, readings and prayers from the Burnham Benefice uh, for this Sunday which is the seventh Sunday of Easter otherwise known as the Sunday after Ascension Day. Our service will begin after uh, some music from Henrietta. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Alleluia! Christ is risen! He is risen indeed! Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. What God has prepared for those who love him, he has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything. Therefore, let us in penitence open our hearts to the Lord, who has prepared good things for those who love him. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, Almighty God who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. and the collect for the seventh Sunday of Easter. O God, the King of glory, who has exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven, we beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Spirit to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place where our Saviour Christ is gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
1: Amen. Our first lesson is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 1, starting at verse 15. In those days Peter stood up among the believers, together the crowd numbered about 120 people, and said, friends the scripture had to be fulfilled which the Holy Spirit through David foretold concerning Judas, who became a guide for those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. So one of the men who have accompanied us throughout the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us to his resurrection. So they proposed two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justice and Matthias. Then they prayed and said, Lord, you know, everyone's heart. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry. An apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place and they cast lots for them and the lot fell upon Matthias and he was added to the eleven apostles this is the word of the Lord Our second lesson is taken from the first book of John, chapter 5. If we receive human testimony, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony of God that he has testified to his Son. Those who believe in the Son of God have the testimony in their hearts. Those who do not believe in God have made him a liar by not believing in the testimony that God has given concerning his son. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Our Gospel is taken from John's Gospel, chapter 17, beginning at verse 6. Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now, They know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and that they have believed that you sent me. I'm asking on their behalf. I'm not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did Peter think it was important to replace Judas? One suggestion is that the twelve disciples were analogous to the twelve tribes of Israel. And indeed both Matthew's and Luke's Gospels refer to this. So from Luke 22.30 we read, You are those who stood by me in my trials... And I confer on you, just as my Father has conferred on me, a kingdom, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. I should also point out that in these very first days of the church, the great commission which Jesus gave the disciples almost at the moment of his ascensions, would be ringing in Peter's ears. All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So the growth of the church was high and fresh on their agenda. And in addition to this, the disciples were expecting Jesus to come back very soon. And so they would have seen the appointment of a new disciple so that they were once again twelve, as an urgent question. How then they set about doing this? Well, firstly, as we would say, they define the necessary qualifications and the experience needed. He should be one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us beginning from the baptism of John until the day he was taken up from us. This is a really rich idea. It tells us what they mean when they use the word witness. They're not using it as we might do, say when we speak of a witness to an accident or some other event. No, we want someone who travelled with Jesus, who was in and out with him, who had experienced his emotional presence. Who had heard his teaching and so could be a true and faithful proclaimer of the resurrection. Two men were proposed and I think but for my earlier point about the importance of their having to be twelve we might otherwise have expected them to take both. To make their choice they prayed. Just notice please that the casting of the lots does not supersede prayer. The lots are designed to make known the answer to their prayers. Matthias was selected and became one of the new twelve. Unfortunately, we know absolutely nothing more about Matthias. He is simply never mentioned again, which is a pity, because it would have been valuable to know what difference he made. Ah, I hear you thinking he could not have made any difference. Otherwise, we would have heard of him again. Now, I do not believe this. Because one of the things we do learn is that whenever we add even one person to a group, even if they do have all the qualifications to slip in seamlessly, something changes. It's something that's quite true of every organisation. A really interesting exercise is to follow the work one of the longer-lived chamber ensembles to hear how it is they change over time with the change and addition of new members and in our church the Church of Christ whose fundamental mission is to grow new believers we need to be extra attentive to this our benefice, for example has been on a path of welcoming new people some are here today some will be with us only in the summertime. Some are with us on the podcast. Some will come to the boathouse. Some will come to morning prayer. But the great thing to remember is that we are all members of the same body. And each of you, as you join us, makes a difference to the whole. And we welcome it and enjoy it and flourish along with it. Even if the difference you think you make, is only very, very quietly,
1: like Matthias. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic Church and we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
0: Let us pray for the Church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, we pray for your Church. In these days between Ascension and Pentecost, we pray for the leaders of the Anglican Communion, as, like the disciples, they have the certainty of you, but the uncertainty of the future. We pray then for the coming of your Holy Spirit to guide each one of us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we are heartbroken at the scenes from Israel and from Gaza. Most deplorably the indiscriminate loss of civilian lives on all sides. Help, Lord, the world find the route to stop the war and restart the conversations. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, who walked among us healing the sick, be with us as we emerge from the season of plague. Help us and our leaders, our scientists and our medical profession to remain vigilant, to have the tools we need to control any fresh outbreaks and your discernment in their actions. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Father, for the peace of our countryside and the seashore, for the reminders we have of how perfect your creation is. Give us that harmony of being that we may be attuned to nature and all of its music. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for those we know who are ill, among whom in our benefice are John and Jill and Nora. And Lord, we ask you to be with them and heal them and bring them back to us safely lord in your mercy hear our prayer father of all we thank you for those we have loved we have walked with who we have spent our lives with and who we no longer see lord we pray now for the friends and family of frida harley asking that you accompany them in these next days as they mourn their loss. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, whose blessed Son, Jesus Christ, ascended far above the heavens of our understanding, mercifully give us faith to see, feel and know that he abides with the Church now and to the end of the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. And so we come to our blessing. May the Spirit of Truth lead you into all truth, give you grace to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and strengthen you to proclaim the word and works of God. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen.